104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com today you. Hit 104.7. We want to know if your company is having non-Christmas work parties. Yeah, well, we met this baker at the Braidwood Bakery on Friday when we were on the rim, and he said that they have a half-year Christmas party, but party in the middle of the year. And I was just like, what? I've just never been privy to this. I just thought it was work Christmas party, that's it. That's it. But now I feel like maybe people are having more than just the work Christmas party in 131060 if you are. Yep, absolutely. Everyone's just throwing down. Um, let's go to VJ. Mate, what's your company doing? Uh, we have one party every August for employee celebration. Th- is that a real <laughs> thing? <laughs> what are you? Just employee celebration day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's a true thing. Like, uh, we we definitely do it. <laughs> we just had one in August. That's unbelievable. And and do you did someone ask for it, or the boss just said you guys are great, or did someone just invent it and put it on a website like whatdayisit.com and uh, fire it up? How did uh-huh. that even start? Because it's definitely uh, not real. The boss actually wanted to do it every year. So all the employees, about fifteen hundred people across the nation, uh, every state we have a party each year just for employee celebration. That's it. Sorry, 1500 that's p- so funny. What company yeah, is what it? What do you work for? Oh, uh, everyone will be listening. Everyone's driving to work okay, now. All right. Okay, all that's right. okay. Although, right. having said that, it's not like painting the company in a bad light. I mean, that's yeah, something it's a that good they... thing. Ah, yeah. no, it's BMD Construction. If you want to join in, yeah. All right, well, you'll yeah, come in. Yeah, <laughs> we've already missed this year's. We'll yeah. come to the Christmas party and we'll be there next August. Yeah, or we'll start our employment in oh. July and check out in September, <laughs> but we will get that day. Yeah, we also have more parties every time we asphalt a new road, like every four months, so that's even better. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much, VJ. Uh, let's go to Kim. Kim, your thoughts on people who are just having a Christmas party? You're completely ripped off. We have quarterly parties. We have parties because we can. <laughs> we have the most generous uh, director in history, I think. Um, For an example, this coming, at the end of the month, we're having a um, lamb on the spit out at my farm, camp over, lots of games, all sorts of things. We're going to lawn bowls next weekend. Do you do Uh, any work, Kim? Well, we do do lots of work. That's why he loves us so much. Uh, Yep. See, (laughs) if you treat people right... They'll treat you right back. Yeah, plus That's you get right. lamb, lamb, lamb on the spit. Where is that lamb on the spit? Where is that lamb? Have you got an address for us, Kim? Oh, yeah, actually, do you know what? You were out there the other day on your ring of Canberra, so out at Gunning. Oh. Right. Well, I'll yeah. see you out there and I'll bring the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. So this girl we... <laughs> So this girl we know had a big old whinge that it took a pharmacist 15 minutes to get her a prescription. And uh, I think, you know, that it's sort of pretty reasonable and normal. You go to the chemist with your script, they go, yep, no worries, uh, take a seat or whatever. I usually just, you know, the, if there's a pharmacist, there's probably a news agent nearby, so I'll just duck next door and just flick, flick through a magazine. Mm. Yeah, I'll get the milk and the bread or whatever, come back in a few minutes, pick it up. Jelly beans. Yep, the jelly beans. There's plenty of good times down there. So anyway, uh, our old mate Christy, she has this big old whinge saying all the drugs Drugs are right behind you. Why do I have to wait all this time? Why don't you just get it off the shelf and give it to me like any other store? And has this big old whinge online, make some big video and big brouhaha. Um, I, th- I feel like she was kind of expecting people to be like, right? But instead, uh, the good people at the good people at Chemist Warehouse replied because she was in a Chemist Warehouse. Oh and let me read the, the post. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, okay. 
Sorry for the delay getting your drugs. We were busy ensuring that you don't die. <laughs> to us, that's kind of important because we wouldn't want to kill any of our customers. Wow, touche, though. Uh, that and the fact we were probably helping people who were here before you and considering there's often three assistants at the front counter, but only one pharmacist up the back to approve all the stuff, sometimes it can take a few minutes' time. Why don't, instead of making a video, just get over yourself and wait patiently like everyone else? Whoa. That was from, the good, from the good people at Chemist Warehouse. Mm. I and, can understand uh, where they're fired up, though. I can, I can understand that. Because they're just like, we're doing our job. You probably don't understand what's happening behind here. Yep. And let us explain. I don't think anyone really cares. Do you really care? Like that 15 minutes, like you don't care. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's shorter. Well, it doesn't even bother me. No. It's on your phone or whatever. Here's my theory, that everyone, when they finish high school, should work in some sort of customer service, mandatory, like subscription or whatever it used to be back in the day. Like when oh, they sent people to army, right. now they should send people to customer service. So whether you're, you're making coffees at a cafe or in retail or working at a servo, I used to work in a like a motel type mm. situation because here's the thing. Anyone who's worked in customer service understands how customer service works. So you can almost see when you go to get a coffee and they go, oh, the FPOS isn't working, and they're kind of like almost bracing for a barrage of insults. Yeah. But anyone who's worked in customer service goes, yeah, bro. Sure, I get it. It happens. Sometimes the computer goes down. Yeah, yeah like they've got more empathy to the yeah. situation. I've, I've been there. Sometimes the computer doesn't break. It's not your fault. Yeah. That's cool, I'll wait. But do you think, like, I actually love that idea in theory. Yep. And I used to work at an ice cream shop. I've been a barista. Like, I've done all the customer service as well. Yep. Tried retail. No good at it. No good but, at um, it. But I've yeah, done it. folding clothes is hard work. <laughs> no, I just, I couldn't deal with the people walking in going, hi, how are you? Like, I felt like I was annoying them. So I just Yeah, don't did, do it. And then you were annoying No, them. you had to do it. Nah. The company I worked for I had to and it was not for They're me. They're awful. Anyway, but I think the longer you're out of it, you know, like my dad's 60 now and he mm. has no patience. No. So I think like it does. it's a good idea in theory, but you have to like keep it up. So are you saying that every five <laughs> years you should be bundled back into the baristas? <laughs> maybe. Into the, just, behind the apron. Just to have some empathy. Or maybe we should all just be more empathetic and understanding. I mean, the line, get over yourself and be patient, I mean... Couldn't have said it better myself than the good folks at Chemist Warehouse. Mm. And I think most people get it that, hey... Sometimes stuff takes time. Sometimes stuff medicine. goes wrong. But it's medicine. Like you wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to be pres- like given the wrong thing. Yeah. Like I want them. Like take your time. I'm here for tablets. Which ones? Ah, just whatever you can. Whatever reach. you got, pink ones maybe. Yeah, chuck them in the little basket thing, which is unnecessary. I'll walk over to the other place and pay for them. Cool. See you later. So uh, she'll be out of a job soon. I would have thought. Oh, don't say that. You wanna, wanna she, bet? I think she made a mistake. I think she's she would be educated now. She would know that she bet? said the wrong thing. Well, what do you want? What do you mean? Do you want to bet that she's out of a job soon? Well, that's mean. I don't want to put that out there. So you're betting she'll stay. Oh, Ryan, stop it! <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Uh, right now, 131060, have you been on a game show? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking, for me, what I would like to hear is someone who's been on old school, like Go Go Stop, Cash Cab, Who Dares Wins. Who wants to be a millionaire? Like, that's been going for so long. It has been around for like ages, 15 hasn't it? 15 years. Yeah, uh, we are doing the $20,000 showcase on Hit 104.7 as well. So we're all game showed up. We're all feeling good. The word showcase has just made us excited. I know. And, like, when was the last time you even heard the word showcase? Okay, so the whole showcase. Uh, let's go to Roz in Franklin. Uh, what show have you been on? Are you there, Roz? Yeah, hi. Sorry. <laughs> Don't let us get in the way of your morning, Roz. Um, we want to know what game show you were on, girl. I was on um, Double Dare. Double Dare? Double Dare. So. What is that? 
I'm a bit of an old duck now, but it was um, just a game show between two teams, a red team and a blue team, and it was you went there. If you didn't know the answer, then you flicked over to the other team, and then they'd go double dare if they didn't know the answer, and then it was physical challenge. Oh. What, what physical challenge did did you have to, or anyone in your team have to do a physical challenge? What sort of challenges was it? Oh. She got bored of us and she, yeah. she was like, oh, nah, if you don't understand, I'm out. Well, it was a I mutual, just want to know how much... A mutual feeling, to be fair, because <laughs> I was really bored of her. Just, uh, I dare you to have a great story. I would love to know how much money she won from it. I'm always interested in the prizing. Obviously not enough to afford a phone connection. Let's go to Adrian in Dunlop. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, there you go. A phone that works. Good on you. What, uh, what show were you on? I was on Perfect Match. Oh! oh! Now tell us, is this the one with the weird robot thing? Now, is that the one? That's the one. Yeah. For people who are is sort of not in that era, uh, explain how this robot person matched people. Um, well, I'm, from what I remember, it was all done um, statistically, apparently, and it just sits there and does this funny little. Um, your perfect match is. Oh. So the computer decided. And so, did you get matched with someone? Um, the first time I was on it, so I was actually on it twice. Ooh. Really? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. Defending <laughs> champion. First, was, yeah. <laughs> first time I was on it, no, I didn't get matched. Um, second time was the day before my 21st, and um, they called me back because somebody else had cancelled off. Um, and it was at that point, yes, that I was matched. Oh, so what happened and- with you in the match? Uh, we ended up going to Bali for oh. a weekend. Oh, what? that is awesome. Put, you just yeah. had an interest. Did they put you in, in the same room? No. Oh, that's good. No, they right. don't. In fact, you actually go with another couple. So there's um, five of you with a chaperone as well. A chaperone? Unfortunately, it's not just the two of you. And so did yeah. the, the four of you just hang out or did you have any couple time or was there any intercouple going, well, the person I matched with is a bit of a dud, but that other guy. He's all right, that chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty cute. No, no, we didn't. The first, the, the, my match and I, we hang out, hung out quite a bit together. Um, no, no sparks or anything, but it was it was a great weekend away, that's hey, for sure. Free trip to Bali. Yeah, that's all right. That's awesome. Mm. Perfect match. Fascinated by this. I really want to go on a game show. Well, your chance at the $20,000 showcase for everyone except Ryan and Tanya is coming up after 8 (laughs) o'clock. What show, if you could have you pick now, Tan? Dylan O'Neill. Isn't that being canned? Yeah. Oh, you mean what's on right now? If I could go, oh, God. I don't know. The Chase, would you be smart enough for those guys? No, actually, my manager asked me if I'd want to go on there and then wrote back, I don't think you'd be smart enough. (laughs) (laughs) She knows me. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. All right, so let me tell you about the worst girl in town. The worst girl in town. Now, a mate of mine works with Bridget in the winery. Legend of a guy, man of the land. And we're all about (laughs) men of the land at the moment, aren't we? Uh, He studies environmental science. Uh, he grew up on a farm, works in the winery, just oh, loves it. Oh, God. So he meets this girl on... <laughs> sounds t- perfect. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a really good-looking guy. You know, broad shoulders, old-school yes. guy. Yes. Where's an RM? Mm. Yeah. Now, nice belt. He meets this girl on Tinder and they organise a date. Attending because you just sorry, sorry. biting your lip and really... <laughs> sorry, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes her, and this is for a first date, takes her four-wheel driving. Oh, cool. Because um, he likes the off-road, takes her off-road uh, into the bush to his secret spot. So they're in the bush by the river. Then he oh. lights a little fire and prepares a picnic and lays oh. it all out on the grass oh. on a rug by the water. Are you kidding? So, Tanya, from obviously this is all you know about this guy, but, you know, what? how, how would you describe him? What do you think? I'm in. He sounds amazing. Right? Yeah. And, like, forethought. Dudes just don't think that far ahead. Yeah. Like, so, it's my birthday you know, it will be my birthday or whatever, and Tom will remember the day of. What did you do for Tom's birthday last week? I'll have you know I had it very organised. I got him a soda stream. 
Isn't that what you got your dad for Father's Day and he didn't accept it? Yeah, it was too good for the one. Yeah, there you go. Um, I still had it organised. All right, so he has this great so date. So he has it organised, which is a huge deal. This great date. They get along fine. He drops her off later on. All is well. Then he sends her a text the next day going, oh, I hope you had a good time. That's one of my favourite spots. I hope you thought it was a great spot as well. Yeah, the follow-up um, text. Yep, sends a follow-up text. That's and what he, girls want. We need that. And he never hears back from her. He never hears back from her. And the, sure. Ghosting. She doesn't have to like him. Like, that happens sometimes. But yep, he totally. was a bit like, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I thought we had something, but whatever. So he moves on. Three months later, Mm-mm. the girl posts a photo of the date on Instagram and says, hashtag flashback to the best date ever. What? And posts a picture of the truck and the picnic and the fire. and Because, you know, it would have been quite scenic. And because she's like, oh, that'll be good for the likes and we look like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she posts the photo saying how much of a great time she had. Did she tag him? No, no, no. What? Um, Why? I don't understand. So she never... What? Well, would girls want to show off to other girls and be like, oh, look at the great date I've been on, blah, blah, blah. And she just thought... Maybe at the time, if the date was good. Yep. Well, she I can't understand the logic. Never messaged him back and then post that. And so what's our thoughts on this girl now? I'm just confused more than anything. Yep. What about you? What do you think? That's odd. Mole. Mole. Just using him for the likes. Using him for the likes. And it's super, super sad. So then the other day... She still never texted or messaged him at this stage, right? And has he seen? He's seen this. Instagram. He's seen that and just sort of gone, "What the hell?" He didn't text her and go, "Hey, you said it was a great day. Why didn't you message me?" Like nah, I would have, because he's a man of the land. He doesn't do drama. He just goes, "Not interested, champion." Yeah, right. Talent walking, city girls. So um, he gets this uh, this text the other day. Finally, she texts back, mm. and she's like, "And I'll and I'll do it in what I assume her voice is because I hate her now." Yeah. <laughs> me and the girl. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, let me start from the top. If you take this seriously, thanks, Tanya. Yeah, no, sorry. Hey! <laughs> me, and the, me and the girls are doing a winery tour. Reckon you could give us a sneaky behind-the-scenes look? Oh. How dare you? Oh, that's so mean. Producer Matty, you look like you're about to punch someone. No, that is not okay. That is not okay. okay. What is wrong with this girl? I know, right? And now he is, and this is the sad part. And he's going to do it, isn't he? No, absolutely not. Oh, good. No way. He no, no, of course not. He's no, he stick to your guns, man. Don't don't take that. But what he said, he's like, oh, see, girls just don't treat you right. They just use you. And uh, and now he's like, I don't want to go on Tinder. I don't want to meet any new girls. And I was like, oh, I know this person. You guys would be great. And he's like, no, nah, I've been I've been messed over off. before. Mm. And what a sad sad reality. And yeah, that just makes me. Happens all the time. I wish I knew who this girl was, so I could just really. Just... I just want to know <laughs> more. Like I'm not mad at her. I just want. Well, you're not mad at her. It's a bit. It's a dog. Are you no, not mad no. Her? It's a dog. Act. I want to know why. Yep. For me, I need to understand the logic. Yeah. Well, I don't think there is any that she just wants to show off in front of her friends and look cool and get some sweet likes on Instagram. And she's a bit of a mole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can agree on that. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit one hundred four point seven. All right, guys. So it's a bit of sliding doors for my girlfriend Elise and I at the yep. moment. So we were obviously away all last week mm-hmm. on the rim. So I haven't seen her for a week, and Elise. Lisa's away this week on business in Melbourne. Right. So I haven't seen her for a long time. But something we do whenever we talk on the phone, which is nightly, mm-hmm. or I saw her for the first time on Sunday and then she had to ca- catch a flight Sunday night, so I haven't seen her, yeah. is we talk about what we've been eating as like the, the most contentious point of issue. Is you like, talk about everything. We talk about everything, but, yeah. like, but most importantly, of most importance is, but what'd you have for dinner? So I think when that's we, and it's just it's just nice. So it's when just, we were away the other week, it was like, so what'd you eat? What servo did you stop at? Oh, did you get the servo pile? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like of most significance to us both is like, but what'd you have for dinner? Like, because all business aside, like, you know, no one really cares about how your job's going. 
You just so care just about, like, like, what schnitzel you had. Yeah. All right, so sad, cute, or awesome. Is that sad, cute, or awesome? Um, it's not awesome. It's a little bit cute, but it's, <laughs> it's mostly sad. I think it's cute. It's mostly sad. I think it's really cute. What did you have for dinner last night? Uh, See, I don't care. Me, I, I, I don't care. I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm baited. I need to ask. So you think it's cute, though? Yeah, too? I think it's really cute. Yeah, thank you. Um, one sad, one cute. Here's one. I, I already know which way this is going to go. So I had this, like, epic migraine, which I often do, on Sunday, and Tom and I did literally nothing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't leave the house and he chose not to leave the house because he didn't want me to be alone. Cute, awesome or sad? No, that's heaps cute. That's Good on him. Tom Paul, the that's cutest cute guy. And, and then, cute and awesome for me. That's, yep. uh, that's oh, both. it's a double banger. Yep. I thought yep. you guys were both going to say sad. No, nah, what a guy. Obviously, he's a sad human, but I mean, <laughs> cute for a sado. No, that is nice. That is cute. nice. No, that's really cute. Cute tense. for a sado. So he just sort of, he I did, said to him, "Go and do something." He was like, oh, "I don't want to leave you by yourself." And I was like, "I'd, you, I'd rather." I was going to say, would you, would you, just leave "Were you trying like, to get rid of him?" I was, but I, was I mean, like, I've changed my mind. It's sad that he can't read the room, Tom. I, know. I felt like I kept falling asleep. I was like, "I'm really not going to be providing a lot of chat." <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, "I'll stay." There. I was like, "Please don't." All right. Um, so you know how when you you get into bed and, and you kind of like you'll be spooning or whatever, but uh, but eventually you know you'll roll over or you'll straighten up or whatever, and the reality is you're not going to be like sort of holding your partner for the whole night not because yet. that would be uncomfortable and awful, yeah. Um, but because Bridget and I like to just remain like with some sort of contact, yeah, even like though we're not spooning, a- we we sleep holding hands. Yeah, that's cute. Are you sure? Because. I've been laughed at by my male friends and Matt is judging me hard. I mean, oh, really? You have to maintain hand-holding the entire night? Usually. No, it's I don't sad. have to, but it just... Is it interlocked or just like like primary school hand-holding? Bit Mate, of both. You went to a pretty frigid primary school. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. After the announcement of another royal Kate and Will's baby, we're asking, were you born into royalty? And producer White Trash Matt has just cruised into the studio with a big dopey grin. How is someone from Wollongong claiming to be royal? Well, look, Ryan, if you've never been, there's a festival up in the Highlands yeah. called Bundanoonis Brigadoon. I can oh, highly recommend. Yeah. Guys, and you can now call me Lord Matthew Heap. Are you joking? You because are I've purchased the title. Yeah, purchased. Uh, from there. And mm. I, actually, not Lord, Laird, I'd prefer. Laird? Yeah, Laird. It's like the Scottish version of a lord. Oh, it's just mid- so just like they're so just on a tax return, it. on a tax return on everything. You can now call me Laird. No, you Laird, cannot. No Matthew way. No, you legally, some- Tanya, you have to. What, at a- <laughs> <laughs> you bought a piece of paper at a fair and now legally we have to call you a Laird. You've been grifted by a, g- a gypsy who's selling <laughs> you, you pieces of paper by a have been grifted. Are we going to Andrew here? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> have you been grifted by a gypsy? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't, mate, but, uh, Tanya, you are dead wrong because I'm a lord, or a laird, as it were, mate. Oh, so. you tell me more. Tell me more, Andrew. Right, well, back, <laughs> back in the day when uh, when I was royalty, but no, no, really. Um, yeah. Well, you can buy some land in Scotland to do with, uh, I, think it's, I don't know if it's heritage or trying to protect the land. So, so all these developers didn't come in and destroy the locks. They sold off 10 square metres, 100 square metre plots to everyone around the world so you actually do own a piece of land in Scotland and due to that the flip side is you become a lord because you own some property in Scotland the amount of people this is the ultimate grift the ultimate (laughs) ruse I don't know because 
in... Oh, I've got a piece of paper. So, <laughs> so why, Andrew? Andrew? You know what? By, <laughs> by the end of the next song, presumably Katy Perry, I'm going to be a certified lawyer because on the back of my run sheet, I'm going to write a, a degree for myself. <laughs> on the back of a napkin doesn't make you so, mate. I can tell you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wonder how many times they've sold the same block of land to different... They probably say the same block every day. Oh, yeah, no, it's yours forever now. How uh, much did you pay for it, Andrew? Some rallies went there and they walked up to it and it's actually got my name and plug and everything on it, mate. So, you know... Okay, yeah. Right, how, right, how much? How much? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about 100 pounds. So what's that, about 160 bucks Australian? Worth it. <laughs> 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 All right, good on you, Andrew. Uh, or l- Laird, Andrew. As Apparently, um, Julia Morris has done that as well. So that's why when she had that show, yeah. Lady Julia Morris, it's because she owned land in Scotland. Right. Um, are we? I, I can't believe it. We're going to the <laughs> mullet maker herself. Oh, my God. Whoa. That is so... Refer- yeah. This is Matt's mum. Mum, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. First of all, lovely to meet you, <laughs> yeah, Gail. Yeah, backtrack, um, Ryan. Um, now, is it true that you're the mother of a lord or a laird, as it were? Well, it is true, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Matthew's father bought him the piece of paper at Brigadoon. <laughs> but explain how we're actually, how we're actually royals, Mum. Okay, so on Matthew's maternal side, yeah. back in the early 1700s or late 1700s when the English first came to Australia. Uh, okay, yeah. yep, get to the point, Mum. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how women tell stories. You're, you're, you're being produced by your own son right now. Go on, please, please Matthew continue. is the descendant of the Earl of Oxford, the first Earl of Oxford. Oh, yes! oh, no way. Oh, we what? have a mansion somewhere in England that's unclaimed. What? Yes. Why, why are you here? Yeah, why are you are in you England doing? claiming this? <laughs> so there you go. So somewhere along the line we married into the Earl of Oxford, whoever he was, Excuse and there's a me, mansion uh, unclaimed. Gail? No, no, you, didn't, you didn't marry into oh, it, Matthew, somewhere you. along the line. <laughs> yeah, you're... you're disciplined. I have a quick question. Uh, Gail, if, if you if, and your family does have uh, a claim to this big mansion or yeah. castle or something in Scotland, why on earth do you live in Wollongong? Because Wollongong's beautiful. The weather is yes. just superb. You can't beat Wollongong. Actually, we don't live in Wollongong. We live in Jerringong. Oh, our mistake. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Sam in Gungarland, is it right? You're born into royalty? Uh, yes, in fact, it is. <laughs> well, okay, more. Royal Sam, please okay. disclose. Um, way back in my lineage, about, I don't know, 150, 200 years, my, I have uh, two kings of Scotland and one king of England, and my family still, still owns a castle in Scotland, and I'm the, uh, I'm the male who's just inherited it, so I'm actually Lord Sam Kinnan. No! Oh. And you live in Gungarland? <laughs> well, I don't exactly just want to move to Scotland. There's no real point to do that. Would you have Tell us about servants this. and people making your bed and meals and stuff? Um, well, not really, because, I mean, you know, I'm still a lord, but the castle's pretty old and decrepit. I went and saw it last year. It's still there, but the land that I used to own, I don't really own anymore. The government does. So, wow. so you've got the house on top of it. There's nothing uh, that guy from Grand Designs can't just cruise <laughs> in and uh, fix over a couple of years. Bit of a, maybe the block, Royal Edition. Oh, my God, I would watch that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, if, if they offered, I'd say yes, but, you know. So what ha- does, it, does it affect your life in any way? Like, do you ha- like obviously you inherited that house, but, like, can you sell it? Like, are you loaded? Like, what's the deal? Um, no, like, it hasn't really affected me in any way. Like, I mean, a couple of my mates rip on me about it, but that's really Rightfully about so. it. Yeah, does it help you pick yeah. up chicks on the weekend, Sammy? Just uh, get a ladies, uh, I'm a lord. 
Definitely not, no. Want to come back to my castle that's in Scotland? <laughs> You'll have to pay your own yeah, way. it's a fair way from Mooseheads, but we'll yeah. start the journey. <laughs> like, I hate to be... I've got to ask the question. I don't want to be rude. And Ryan touched on it before. Yeah. Ben, are you really rich? No, I'm not rich at all. I'm I'm just your basic average guy. <laughs> Who just happens to, to be, be a lord. lord. Yep. Yeah. In Dungarland. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit 104.7.